What's up? What's going on? What's up with Iggy? Everyone's asking what's up with Iggy Igloo. Everyone's asking what's up with Iggy Igloo. I'ma show ya. What's up? This is Iggy Igloo. Welcome to What's Up with Iggy Igloo. I've got a wonderful show lined up for you this week. Thank you for listening. Before anything, stop by IggyIgloo.com. Check out my blog. Check out other episodes of What's Up. I've got music, music videos, and a tip jar at the bottom of the page. Thank you very much. This week we've got Andrew Scott, owner of Blindworm Guitars, on talking about his invention, the Mind Bender. I also visited Joe Johnson and had a chat with him about his song, St. Christopher. He even sang it for us. All that, describing memes, some practical advice from Adam Leach, and much more here on What's Up with Iggy Igloo. Hey yo, this is Elements and you're listening to What's Up with Iggy Igloo. First up on this week's episode, I stopped by Blind Worm Guitars on West Colorado Avenue here in Colorado Springs and talked to their owner and my friend Andrew Scott about the instrument that he invented called the mind bender it is freaking awesome and i'm excited to share this with you here it is check it out all right i'm here with andrew scott of blindworm guitars say hello hey how's it going he invented uh amazing instrument called the mind bender and i asked him here to explain explain it for you all my most awesome listeners uh what is the mind bender andrew well thanks for having me iggy um so the mind bender is a a new type of instrument that i've been working on for about 15 16 years now um it's kind of based off of some old uh, traditional instruments from China and Japan, like a koto and a guzang. And um, it revolves around the technique of bending strings to change the pitch of the uh, of what you're playing. Uh, the melody and, and whatnot. Um, so the the mind bender itself is taking some of those principles and then putting them into something that sort of represents a guitar. Um, it would sit on your lap and you'd hold it like a guitar. Um, and the current ones that we have available are all electric solid body versions. Um, and you basically, instead of 
moving your hand up and down a fretboard on one end of the neck, you keep your hand in one place and there's a, a big recessed area between the neck and the strings and you pull that in um, to bend in the string tension. And then there's a set of rollers in the middle of the body and the strings wrap over that. So when you pull in the strings on the neck, it pulls the string tension on the other side of those rollers to increase the pitch and then make the noise change uh, to whatever melody you're trying to Um, well, I just, I've always been fascinated by a lot of different instruments and that, uh, the, the Koto was one that I really gravitated, uh, towards, um, and, uh, just kind of playing around. I, I experimented with a lot of different versions of sort of prototypes similar to this over the years and, eventually some of them started to make more sense than others and um, I came up with a version of it um, that's pretty similar to the current Mindbender um, you know, quite a few years back and just been sort of refining and building on uh, making all the things function properly so that it could be put into production for the general population to play something with it. And are you doing that now? Yes, yeah, we, uh, we've we started production. Um, we've got a handful of Marty out there, and we're, uh, we're just kind of finishing up our first batch of 20 or so, and we're going to be doing a lot more of them in the upcoming year. Um, we do not have a fully functioning website up and running yet. We just have something kind of there as a placeholder, but you can find us at our Blindworm Guitars site. You can find uh, videos um online on youtube there's uh, quite a bit of stuff out there already um and we're starting to get more and more players uh playing them and creating fun stuff with them so yeah that's exciting let's uh hear what these sound like okay here's a little ditty Thanks, Andy. That was pretty cool. You can find out more about the Mindbender at blindworm.com. Also, you can check out his shop on 1014 West Colorado Avenue. 
in Colorado Springs, all of the sounds you heard in that spot you can find at his shop, the Guzang, that you heard in there, as well as the Mindbender. Pretty cool. Next up, we have a spot I like to call Describing Memes from Facebook, where I take the memes from Facebook and describe them to you here in hopes to stimulate your imagination, maybe bring some more creativity into the world. Either way, I hope you enjoy it. Here you go on What's Up with Iggy Igloo. What's up and welcome to another exciting edition of Describing Memes from Facebook. This week we have a few good memes. This first one comes from my friend Summer. On the top it says, Freddy Krueger waiting for me to fall asleep. Slash me at 3 a.m. On the bottom there is three pictures. The one on the left is a painting of Freddy Krueger sitting on the edge of a bed in anticipation. On the right... There is two panels. The one on the top is a lady laying in bed looking at her cell phone. And on the bottom, it is a screen. The screen, and it shows those guys digging out a shelter in the jungle somewhere. It's a YouTube video. It's viral. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Next up, we have a pun from my friend Jamie. It says, Boss. How good are you at PowerPoint? Me, I excel at it. Boss says, Was that a Microsoft Office pun? Me, word. Thank you, thank you. Next up on Describing Memes from Facebook, we have a two for one. I've seen a few of these memes. It's Rose and Leo from the Titanic on the top. That scene where Leo's character is sh- is showing Rose his sketchbook on the deck of the Titanic. The first one on the bottom, it is a binder of magic cards. Very impressive. And the second one I saw that I really enjoyed from my friend Derek. It's the same picture on the top and on the bottom. It's just a notebook with the Southside S. You know, the one we used to always draw in our notebooks. Oh, yeah. Next up on describing memes from Facebook, we have one from my friend Jen. It says, according to Greek mythology, Chiron was a half-horse, half-human doctor. That made him the centaur for disease control. Thank you very much for listening to Describing Memes from Facebook. Have a nice day. Hope you enjoyed that spot. Tune in next week for more memes. Coming up, we've got the song of the week. I stopped by... Joe Johnson's house last weekend had a chat with him about his song, St. Christopher. It's 
a beautiful song about the patron saint of travelers. It's near and dear to my heart. And so I am happy to share this little spot with you on What's Up with Iggy Igloo. I'm here today with Joe Johnson. We're here to talk about his song, St. Christopher. Why don't you say hello to everybody, Joe? Hello to everybody, Joe. So, <laughs> so um, you are a folk singer? Uh, you could say that, yeah. Uh, what would you, how would you say it? <laughs> I always just say I'm a songwriter. And just so, you know, they come out different differently. Sometimes they come out as folk songs, sometimes rock and roll or blues or country or whatever. Uh, I am a folk singer in the sense that uh, I sing about the life of regular folks. Mm. So, sure, folk singer works. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, long time, I know. A long but... time, I think... It's really hard, kind of hard to pin down, but probably I started, because uh, I was playing music right out of high school. It was more of a heavier music. Uh, I started learning the guitar probably uh, late 2000, early 2001, and started playing shows way before I should have been playing shows. So I was playing shows shortly after learning how to play six chords, but... Um, yeah, so I guess probably since 2001, that'd be a safe way to put it. We got a weird sound. It's a truck out there. Oh. My neighbor has all these broken down trucks. It's like a used car lot oh. in his driveway. It's pretty great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. That's all right. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Yeah. Um, so tell us about St. Christopher. It's a song I really, I, I really enjoyed hearing you play since since he came back with it yeah yeah um man i fished that one out of the uh life on the road you know um i was i don't don't remember what year it was maybe it was 2015 or 16 uh i was coming back from down south i'd been playing for about i think i'd been on the road for about 15 or 16 days and i was headed back uh, after a show in kansas city i just decided to start driving uh, instead of staying the night and i made it about as far as i could probably uh colby or somewhere in west kansas and Mm. i started kind of nodding off so i pulled the truck over uh, to a truck stop and climbed in the back and figured i'd catch a couple hours of sleep and finished the drive and I just laid there and the trucks were rumbling and people going around everywhere you know and uh, I wasn't able to get to sleep and so after a little while I just kind of sat up and went inside and got a cup of coffee came back out and just picked the guitar up sat down on the the tailgate of the truck and started strumming and it just sort of came to me you know uh, pretty quick after that Mm-hmm. What's this song about? Uh, well, St. Christopher um, is a Catholic uh, saint, and I'm not Catholic or any 
sort of religious or anything. Uh, but St. Christopher is the uh, patron saint of travelers, and uh, it's depicted as uh, Christopher is carrying a child across a river on his back. Um, and I don't even know the whole story because I've never been to Catholic Church in my life, but um, I figured if I'm going to pray to any kind of saint at 4 o'clock in the morning at a <laughs> truck stop in western Kansas, that would be the one. So, um, And I just kind of liked the idea of um, writing something about a saint. Uh, I don't know. I've always kind of enjoyed writing from um, from a, I don't know, at least uh, somewhat from a religious perspective. I grew up in a Christian home and mm-hmm. in church all the time, you know, and um, my family, like, did make gospel music and stuff, you know, so it's, it's something that was always a part of my life, and uh, it definitely creeps into the writing. And, you know, a lot of times that can be a darker take or, or a more upbeat take. You know, this one just kind of came out as a more upbeat sort of thing. Um, but yeah, so, you know, the idea, I guess, uh, of some unseen force that helps the poor traveler get to where they're going, um, has been something that I've experienced so, so many times in my career, you know, Mm-hmm. <laughs> breakdowns in West Texas or Missouri and uh, you know I've been to jail while I was on the road <laughs> all kinds of things that made me think man I might not make it make it back home for a while uh, but I always managed to get back home and uh, I like the idea of that unseen force you know um, so St. Christopher was a good way to, I feel like, a good way to represent that because, you know, it means something concrete to a lot of people. Oh, yeah. I know those, I've been through those truck stops in Kansas on the Greyhound a lot in Colby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I always tried to pick up a, a tape. Yeah. A cassette yeah. tape. Like, I got an Eddie Rabbit tape there one time that... Oh, yeah. I held on to for a long time. I love Eddie Rabbit. When, when I got back from that Morgantown release tour, we played at Front Range Barbecue, and one of the songs we played was, uh, Ooh, I'm driving my life away. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good old Eddie Rabbit, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I picked up some great truck stop cassette tapes. I, I, one thing I love about truck stops all across the country is that, you know, they represent, you can find all these things that sort of regionally you can't find anywhere else or you know uh and not just like your standard uh you know kazoo that says texas or something on it but just you know and and, and by the by the way the whole cassette tape and the truck stop thing is vanishing quicker than the cds you know mm-hmm. you can't it's your it's hard to find any of that stuff but hard to find cassette tape players in trucks it's anywhere. hard to find cassette tape players anywhere yet somehow cassette tapes are making a comeback i don't understand it i mean i understand it because i like cassette tapes but i don't know who's buying them (laughs) well i know the i one of the first tapes i i picked up was like uh, melancholy and the infinite sadness oh yeah back in you know in the 90s smashing pumpkins and and still in one of my boxes i have half of that one of the tapes 
you know? Nice. And it still works. I got that 30 years ago. Yeah. I've got it on CD. You know? And (laughs) I've been through probably five collections of CDs. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely, man. Cassette tapes or, or vinyl records are built to last, you know? CDs are so... Uh, I feel like ever since, you know, shortly after they came out, they've been so disposable. People, we, I mean, literally, the, they sell books where you can slide the CDs in, you know, and it's got yeah, like... Yeah, and that's designed ten, to scratch it. Yeah, them. 10 pages, and it's it's like, I don't know a soul alive that puts 10 CDs in that thing. Everybody puts like 20 or 25 mm-hmm. CDs into that, and you back on, turn them back on each other. They're just not built to last the way you store them. Uh, cassette tapes, I mean... Everything's protected, you know, all the important stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, actually uh, for when I first moved to Colorado, I've always, somewhere I've got it around here, but a little uh, cassette recorder, you know, that you, you oh, use yeah. for, uh, you know, quick recordings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've got tapes upon tapes of demos, me sitting on the porch and, doing songs and I just write a song and I record it on the cassette tape and I still do that but I do it on my phone now mm-hmm. you know but, but before I had a phone that could record my voice 20 years ago you know uh, I would get these little cassette recorders man and I got tons and tons of those tapes laying around in boxes mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. I don't know if I want anybody to hear them but they're around <laughs> you know. read my mind <laughs> yeah I did Uh, yeah i love i love cassette tapes i love records i love like with both of those mediums you know you have that point where you stop it and you flip it over Mm. and it's like a very sort of ritualistic much more ritualistic way of listening to music yeah Yeah. and you you can't get that at all with your with you know your phone or spotify or Mm -hmm. whatever it just kind of rolls for hours you know and and it's easier for music to become background yeah. information like that whereas when you sit down and listen to a record or you put a cassette tape on and you know you've got to turn it over halfway through yeah I mean yeah for a long time music was something you went and did and experienced as you know something special yeah or outside of the normal life and now it's a part of it you know they gotta they got it going all the time everywhere yeah. Some, some people, which isn't... Which isn't necessarily bad, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it's good that music is is prevalent and everywhere you go or, you know, all the things you do. But it's easier to take anything like that for granted when it's always there, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's plenty of people that appreciate music and still appreciate live music and, and listening to music, you know? Uh, and I'm one of those folks... Uh, I love it. You know, I would, you, you, you were just in the basement and we've got uh, hundreds and hundreds of records down there mm-hmm. and we're, we're avid about, about listening to music, you know, yeah. well, but we still put it on in the background too all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, to each their own, I guess. So what's, uh, what do you have planned for 2020 this next year coming up? Uh, man, well, you know what, honestly, man, what I'd like to do is hide, but I can't, I have to work, so, uh, I'll be playing, you know, a few shows, uh, around Colorado Springs, um, 
maybe a couple here and there. Uh, I might get as far as Laramie or Taos. Uh, but for the most part, I'm going to take the year off of going on the road for the first time in a, a long, long time. And uh, focus on some new stuff. I've, got, I've been writing new songs. Uh, I want to record a new album that's going to be just me and the guitar for mostly. Uh, which is something that I think I've done it before with the time to dance, but a lot of people had asked for that for years, and so I finally did it. And you know, now that CD's kind of gone. You know, mm. all of them are out there, so time to make another one. And, yeah. uh, and then after that, I've got more songs that I want to record with the band, uh, some more rock and roll stuff that I've been working on, and mm. uh, then I've got instrumental stuff that I'm still working on. I've been working on for like three years. Uh, so, you know, a lot of that. Um, and then who knows what else. Maybe uh, build some stuff <laughs> with wood. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't plan on doing very much traveling. We'll see. I know that if uh, good Lord willing and the creeks don't rise, as Hank Williams would say, that uh, I'll be doing Piney Woods Picnic in September in Mississippi. But I'll probably just fly down for that, fly back. But yeah, man, just new music, working on new stuff, recording new stuff, hanging out, you know, with Iggy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Without further ado, let's check out St. Christopher by Joe Johnson here at his house in his garage. a little white mind try to walk neatly I got me a woman she don't always need me used to have lots of friends gathered around they've all gone and it's just me now I had a bubble of nickel kept in my pocket I kept it for luck till I spent it on something ain't no use to look back with a frown I was young back then I've grown older now Oh, mama, don't you cry for me I'll be home just as fast as I can be Oh, St. Christopher, pray for me Help me cross the river, won't you please I ain't never been one Dwell on regrets There's too many mistakes I ain't made yet It's a safe bet With your last dollar I'll make them all come hella high water Oh mama, don't you cry for me I'll be home just as fast as I can be Pour me a cup or 
sing me a song. I could use a helping and I'm out here all alone. As many an hour till the morning comes. I'll make it home just to show as you want to sing. Oh, mama, don't you cry for me. I'll be home just as fast as I can be. Christopher pray for me Help me cross the river Run I want you please This week's practical advice for working artists comes from our last episode's guest, Adam Leach, owner of The Leach Pit, has a nice little tidbit of advice for your ears. Enjoy. This week's practical advice for working artists comes from our last episode's guest, Adam Leach, owner of the leech pit has a nice little tidbit of advice for your ears enjoy honestly the best advice I could give and the advice I wish I would have heard a lot sooner is to just just do something and finish and don't worry if it's perfect because it'll never be perfect so just do it put it into the world and worry about if it's any good or not after because the best stuff in the whole world could have been edited before it even hit the, the ground and the best artists are the ones who don't even know that they're good so just do it just just produce something and never let perfection be the enemy of done <laughs> and never let perfection be the enemy of good enough because sometimes good enough is perfect, you know? That's it for our show this week. I want to thank our guests Andrew Scott and Joe Johnson for being on as well as Adam Leach for the advice. Check out IggyIgloo.com to find out more about them and to find more episodes of the show. I've got a t-shirt shop set up with links to that in my blog over there at the igloo igloo.com the proceeds of which go to further developing this show I've got some great stories and segments 
in the works for you and I will be doing my very best to let you know what's up next week I'll be visiting Grant Saban to talk about his short film Cough plus your song of the week and much more be sure to subscribe to the podcast on your RSS feed and share it with your friends as I work at growing this show remember to drink lots of water and love your life love your music love your family take it easy all